0: Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight
1: loss. Be sure to give us a five-star rating on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. It really helps us out a lot. And it does, actually. It really does help you. So, you know, if, if we get enough likes, if we start getting a few listens, I may do it and a solo Anfield agenda podcast audio only once a week. Right, here we go. News, shall we? Ready? Are we good to go? Let's start off with Liverpool's interest in PSG's 17-year-old center-back, Shadiel Bichiabu. And again, my apologies for butchering the pronunciation of the gentleman's name, but 17 years of age. Uh his contract runs out in 2024 and it's claimed Foot Mercado say that Liverpool, Manchester United and some other clubs are keeping an eye on him. Again, can't say I've, I've never heard of the kid before. Apparently he's played in the Champions League. He's played in the, in the uh, French League with them. So yeah, there we go. Uh, he's a Cameroonian and apparently he's fallen behind Ibrahima Kanade in the pecking order. Uh, no, we're talking about Matip. Sorry, sorry. We're talking about Matip being the Cameroonian. Sorry, I'm, I'm flicking through the article here. Uh, so, yeah, look, they're talking about maybe Matip moving on in Liverpool, looking at this kid from PSG. You know, I, I can't give anything on it, lads. I don't know, anything. Uh The next thing I want to chat about is, of course, Declan Rice's price point of £120 million. That is what... Uh, a report that's been doing the rounds in England has said, and that's to a Champions League club. You know, apparently they won't stand in his way for £120 million. Um, Very fucking nice of West Ham, that, isn't it? You know, we won't stand in your way, mate, if we get an absolutely ridiculous offer of £120 million for Declan Rice. This piece goes on to say that Manchester United, Chelsea, Arsenal are also keeping an eye them. You know, Liverpool's name has been mentioned, but their luck. There's no way we spend 120 million quid on Declan Rice. We can, we can, uh, we can put that one to bed. And he ain't worth it. He ain't worth 120 million quid. What we have spoke about as well is that uh, Liverpool have requested to the Premier League that they move or they give us an away fixture if possible for the opening day of the new Premier League campaign. Don't know if there's an answer back yet. Certainly haven't read that we've received one from the Premier League, but we have asked with the Annie road end uh, being done if possible to have an away. Uh, first fixture in the Premier League campaign. The Annie Road end being done. So they wanted, you know, a few more extra days to make sure that's finished. Apparently it's coming in on budget and on time, which is really good. Well done to everybody concerned. Uh so Liverpool youngster Leighton Clark has been voted Aberdeen's young player of the year. So congratulations to him. 21 years of age up there on loan obviously. Uh somebody who could be another midfield option for the club. I don't know. Um But again, well done to Leighton Clarkson being voted Aberdeen Young Player of the Year. Fair play to him. Good to see that uh, he's done well in his time up up in Aberdeen. James Milner. Here's the one that got me by surprise, lads. James Milner um, rejected a very lucrative contract from Everton. Yeah, yeah, you heard me right. Everton. That Everton to uh, to go there after Liverpool. And of course, he turned it down and he's going to be on to Brighton by the looks of it. Apparently, Chelsea have cooled their interest in Alexis McAllister. A report from Football London say that he is uh, now almost certainly favoured to come to Liverpool Football Club. There's still a fee to be agreed, obviously, between Liverpool and Brighton. It was reported yesterday that a fee of about a hundred, or excuse me, a wage of about hundred and fifty thousand pound a week is uh, what's been pitched to Alexis McAllister's side, which I think has been. Well received. Uh, obviously, there's this talk about the David Ornstein clause. It's not called the David Ornstein clause. That would be rather weird, wouldn't it, if his contract included the David Ornstein clause. But David Ornstein of The Athletic did break the news that a clause does exist in Alexis McAllister's contract, but not a clause as we know it. Not a clause like it's life, Jim, but not as we know it. Come on, we're all thinking that, right? Um, There's a clause that allows Brighton to have a say in the situation, but also gives a possible way for Alexis McAllister to move on. But there's not like a number. There's no number in there where you can say like pay this and he goes. So we'll have to wait and see. But I do get the feeling from what I'm reading that there's goodwill there and that maybe, you know, we're going to see Alexis McAllister as the first new midfielder for the Doors in the summer. So do keep an eye out for that one. But the big news of the evening came after I filmed last night's YouTube video and that comes from Italy, where apparently there's been a report that Liverpool are very interested in Borella, and it comes from a very, very credible source as well. DiMarzio is well known for his transfer talk, and he has been saying that Liverpool are sending scouts over again to watch Barella, that they're interested in Barella, and I want this to happen. I want this to be the case. I would love Liverpool to go into next season having signed Barella, uh, McAllister, And Ugarte. Now we've already called them Borelister, by the way, for that combo. We're working on that. We need you to get behind it. Borelister, get that going. But yeah, Liverpool apparently interested in Borella, And I like the idea of this makeup of those midfield three. Don't take this as Liverpool signing those three, by the way. This is just one man's opinion. But Ugarte at 22, McAllister at 24, and Borella at 27... I think that would be brilliant. That would be a brilliant refresh of the midfield. You've got the experience of a player right in his prime there with Barella. Add that to obviously the experience of Thiago and Jordan Henderson with the youthful exuberance of Alexis McAllister at 24. Hopefully Ugarte at 22. Curtis Jones, Stefan Bajcetic, Harvey Elliott. I think you're getting the makings there. With Fabinho, of course, as well, unless Liverpool move him on. I like it. And that's my preferred three. I don't know if that's the three. I don't even know if it will be three. But if you said to me, Craig, give me three midfielders for Liverpool to do business for in the summer. Alexis McAllister, Ugarte And I'd prefer Barella over Gravenberch. That's my own preference. I've also seen Gravenberch strongly linked to Manchester City, uh, which always worries me because, you know, we can compete financially with um, Abu Dhabi FC. So wait and see what happens on that one. But yeah, that is where I'm at right now with regards to Liverpool's midfield links. Uh, The the talk about Liverpool signing that young centre-back from PSG is one that I can't see how it will work. You know, is a 17-year-old ready to come in now to the Premier League and be third or fourth choice behind Kanade and Van Dijk? I don't know. I don't know is the honest answer. I mean... You've got to take into account Sepp Vandenberg's situation as well. He said he'd be happy if, you know, he had more time at Schalke. He seems to be enjoying his football over there. Uh, Cuevin Kelleher, the big update in Cuevin Kelleher is that twenty pounds seems to be the number that Liverpool are looking for for Cuevin Kelleher if he moves on in the summer, which it looks like he probably will. Three clubs that have been mentioned and linked with Cuevin Kelleher are Brighton, uh, Brentford and Spurs. Now, I've mentioned this before. There could be a bit of a goalkeeper merry-go-round there. Do we see Raya going from Brentford to Spurs and then Kelleher going into Brentford? Or do we see maybe Spurs coming straight in for Creevy and Kelleher? I think 20 pounds is a fair price for a young keeper, but an experienced backup goalkeeper. Then the question is, who on earth do Liverpool bring in? I believe there is some talk about Klopp looking for looking at a German, a 34-year-old, I think. Somebody mentioned from the Bundesliga. Can't remember off the top of my head where he applies his trade, but... I'm all right with an experienced shot stopper coming in. Handanovic would be an option that I'd like Liverpool to look at. Obviously, then with a the view to the likes of Pidaluga um, and, and other younger keepers may be coming through in the future. So that is where we're at, I think, with the latest updates surrounding Liverpool's targets. There's not been much talk that I've seen in the media. And again, I would ask you guys to let me know your thoughts on this about outgoings from Liverpool Football Club. Yes, we know Firmino's moving on. We know Milner's moving on. We know Cade is limping on. And we know Oxide Chamberlain's moving on, but we haven't seen any talk of sales outside of maybe Nat Phillips. Um, I guess the big one we all have a question in our minds about is Fabinho. Is there a number? Is there is there an argument to Liverpool selling Fabinho if if an offer came in? I would suggest yes, if you can bring in Another DM or something like Ugarte, like we mentioned earlier on, and you have Bocicic there as well. Henderson can, of course, come into and play in the six if needs be. We've got Trent now, who can just do everything because he's Trent. Uh, so, yeah, it's interesting to see what outgoings we may see leave Liverpool Football Club. Will there be a surprise? Will there be somebody we haven't spoken about? If you're looking at moving on Phillips and Kelleher, uh, Matip maybe, of course, from a centre-back perspective, you could probably free up... <laughs> 35 maybe a little bit higher than that million quid but I guess the question is will Liverpool move on somebody that we haven't spoken about and that I'm interested to see or is it just going to be a case of moving on those players whose contracts are up and then looking to refresh from there and maybe build one thing we can't forget about is there is a lot of wages being removed from Liverpool's books this summer Milner's on a pretty decent wage Bobby I think is on about 180 a week uh, Oxlade-Chamberlain if I remember correctly about 140 I don't know, but whatever it is, it's way too much for what he's actually given us. So I would rate them 800 grand, a million quid a week, maybe freed up in wages this summer. So let's see what happens there. But again, I want to know your thoughts on this. Let me know. Do you agree? Do you disagree? Is there names that you haven't seen mentioned that you'd like to? I'm going to throw a name out there that I did in the live stream earlier on. Now, don't hate me, right? Because I know it's a bit off the wall. But we love a relegation signing, right? There's been talk of Liverpool looking for a fullback. I don't know if we need a full back right now for the here and now because, or I mean for the future because we've got Bradley, we've got Calvin Ramsey. So I'm going to just throw the name, um, the, the dude from Leicester, I can't even remember his name's Castagna, yes. I'm going to go throw Castagna out there as somebody who, if Leicester get relegated, you could get experience there for, I would imagine a reasonable fee and maybe fill a gap, could probably cover both fullback positions, I know he's naturally right sided, so yeah, what says you, am I mad, is it the most ludicrous thing you've ever heard? No, says Heavy Metal D, with regards to Castagne, look I get it, it's not the most sexy name in the world, and you know what, full disclosure, it's not my suggestion, I read it somewhere, and then I sat back and thought about it, and then I did what any responsible adult does, which is go straight onto the FPL and check his FPL numbers. But yeah, for me, I think it's not the most ludicrous idea. If we get older players in, it's telling the younger ones we don't really trust them. No, I think it's more that Bradley and Ramsey still need more time to develop. That's how I would view it. You know, Connor Bradley, uh, look, I'm a biased because he's he's from the island of Ireland and I, I love the lad. I think he's really good. And I think he's got a big future, but I feel like we've got another Nico Williams situation there where, you know, there might be no doubts he's good enough to play in the Premier League, but will he get the time at Liverpool? Don't know. Uh, I want Calvin Ramsey to, you know, be given an opportunity. He's had a very difficult first season with stop-start with injuries, so hopefully he can come in a pre-season and show the manager what he's about a little bit more. Every time I see Bradley play a Windsor, he's in the best team. Could be in Northern Ireland associate. Yeah, he's standout, isn't he? Already playing for Northern Ireland, like he just brings so much energy. He's he's got a great engine. He really does. How much do you expect Liverpool to spend in the summer? Net spend or just to spend? What, can I kind of got one twenty net, maybe a little higher, but I have a feeling. I won't be a million miles off at 120, 130, maybe. I'd want it to be significantly higher. I feel like 150, 160 is fairer. But, you know, we don't know where the money's coming from. And that's the thing. Like, we still have no information on any potential investment or a minority stake being sold. If I was to say to you, who do you think Liverpool will go for for centre-back in the summer? What are you saying? Are we going to Nacio? Are we going maybe a curveball like the PSG? defender we spoke about are we look i've heard nothing recently on the kid from benfica silva i think guardi we'd all love but the price tag seems um restrictive to us (laughs) harry Maguire, imagine andy can you imagine honestly I, i i don't know i think i'd never watch football again andy honestly uh indica is a shouts from a few people um timber obviously is uh timber's an interesting one I'll be honest with you, and I've said this to you before, I haven't watched much of Uri Timber, so I don't, I'm don't. i not really a fair person to ask an opinion on whether he's good enough or not. Per Shores. Is he the guy who's at Torino? Is that him? I have seen his name mentioned. Now, if I remember correctly, we were linked to a Shores last year, um, and I have seen him linked again recently. He's at Torino. Yeah, that is him. Yeah. That's definitely a name that has been mentioned. I don't know if it's mentioned because it's lazy journalism and mentioned from previously, but we were definitely linked to him before. The guy he mentioned earlier from PSG who was 17. Um, yeah, he's... um, I don't know how I'd feel about that. I, not because he's... Again, not because of the PSG stuff, but 17 just... I mean, it's a big change, right? If you're going from the experience of a Joel Matip to somebody 15 years his junior. Hmm. I, f- I don't know how I feel about that. Do you want... Do you have Gerard as a clock replacement? God, no. No, 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 no. No. Gerard is a long way from me feeling comfortable with him being Liverpool manager. You know, what he hasn't achieved anywhere near enough yet to be a justifiable candidate. But then again, I'm going to say <laughs> that I wouldn't mind Xavi Alonso, but... um. I don't know. I mean, the dream team would be... Imagine the the double act, you know? But I don't think Jared would take a number two role to Javi Alonso. But can you imagine? A Madrid fan here. I want to know your thoughts on the game. Do you think we were robbed? I mean, I don't know how you were robbed. But thoughts on the game? I think the scoreline probably reflected what I've seen. If I'm honest with you, mate. No, I want you guys to go through because I can't stand Abu Dhabi FC. But yeah, I think, I think the scoreline reflected the game, if I'm being honest with you. City certainly... Took the majority of possession. You guys are incredibly good at counter-attacking. You know, incredibly skillful and slick in the way you can move the ball quickly through the lines. Uh, there was a beautiful bit of play down the left-hand side between Benzema and Vinnie Junior in the first half that I thought was it was exceptional. Um, but no, I think if draw. If taking my anti-Abu Dhabi FC hat on off, I think it's a, I think it's a fair result. I hope you can do them in the second leg. Madrid play like they did when we played them, or was a bit more careful. Well, they were when we played them. It was difficult to gauge because they had a huge lead and they just needed to, you know, see out the game. So you can't really compare our home performance because again, um, they fought back from two down. But look, one thing I'll say is the tie isn't over. It's not over. Like you would say, City are favourites at this point with the second leg at the Etihad. But I mean, never, ever, ever write Madrid off. We gave them the goal at the burnabout too. Yeah, we we never really laid a glove on them at the burnabout in fairness. It was it was very disappointing. I think it'll be a very one-sided final. Yeah, look, you, you certainly feel like the winner's coming from the Madrid-Manchester City side of the draw, you know. You definitely would feel that. If I weren't a YouTuber, what would I be? A nothing, to be honest. Just working in a normal, random... Like a taxi driver, or yeah, I've no qualification. You know, I'm not a. I didn't go to university or anything. So, this is my um my shot of redemption in life. And you guys gave me this shot, and I'm not going to let you down. That's what I've always said. I'm lucky to have this opportunity, and uh, I don't plan on shit in the bed anytime soon. So as long as you fuckers will have me, I'm here. Sock flasher. Uh, would you ever get go to get a degree? It's crossed my mind, you know, the way it worked out in my life was this. When I finished secondary school and did my leaving certificate, my father was going through a really difficult time, splitting up with my mum, hit the drink hard. They split up. I stayed, I moved out of home, moved back to home then to look after my dad. He eventually passed away from the the um the drink. Um and then I had to move out of home very quickly because the angle my mother took um and I had to work. I didn't have a chance to go to university because I needed to find somewhere to live and I needed to to pay to get a roof over my head. So, yeah, I never had that opportunity. But you never say never. And I feel like I'd, lo- I'd like to study psychology, I think, if I ever had the opportunity. When you leave AA, what will you do? I mean, the real plan is to be out of this by the time I'm 50. It's a lofty ambition, but... I want to be retired. I want to I want to plow away at this until I'm 50 hopefully uh, do well enough that I get to a level where I can buy a house for my family and and yeah, go about the rest of my life. I'm the type of person that doesn't like the limelight. I don't like it at all. I'm a very very private person. I don't like being in the limelight. Ideally for me I'd like to just go behind the scenes. I have an idea for a business that I want to set up. Um don't wanna tell you what it is because I don't wanna ruin it. Um but yeah, I wanna be away from the camera by the time I'm fifty and private, back to being private. The amount of content you do is sensational. Thank you. It's only gonna get more from next season. The plan for next season is Anfield agenda, hundred percent Liverpool all the way, the kickoff, you know, for the non Liverpool stuff a podcast for wide-ranging football stuff um, with other people. I promised FIFA stream once a week. I'll I'll, I'll do that. But I, I think I'm thinking of an Anfield Agenda podcast, but a solo one that is just me talking for 30 minutes once a week maybe. Um, Look, as long as you guys keep supporting, as long as you guys keep watching, you know, I'll do whatever it is that will uh, keep us all entertained, keep me sane and hopefully give my family a better future. Because that's all this is about for me. It's about the aspect of community and it's about changing my family's trajectory in life. It's as simple as that. How long until I'm 50? Uh, A long way. I'm only, I'm 41, mate. So yeah, another eight and a half years. Oh, you know what I got the other day? I got by email. Like, the greatest moment of my existence making content. And it's so petty. But I'm going to be honest. Got an email from um, Famous Birthdays saying, can we have your details, please, for the website? You know, when were you born? What's the day? Picture for the bio. And I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm shallow enough for that to mean something. So I will be replying to Famous Birthdays with my information because that's class. And No way you look younger than that. Thank you. I think I do as well. But... No, I am. I'm 41. But yeah, look, I'm not going to lie. I am shallow enough that when I seen that email come in, I was like, famous birthdays. Are you taking the piss? But if you're asking, I'm saying yeah. I think, honestly, if you said to me, how old do you think you look? I think 35. Sounds about fair. How long would Lucas be? Lucas would be 20 by the time I'd retire then, if that was the case, if it all worked out. I would say more 55. Adam, I've got a message for you. joking dude joking um i love podcasts as well redacted nomad it's where i started my journey in content and me and connor have always wanted to get a podcast together but we never had the time with the the deal we have with twitch it was very time restrictive for us because we have to do so many hours and now i've got more free time from july so more free time means more projects do you watch the liverpool fc podcast no i do not Podcast that I've liked over the years. The Magic Sponge. I thought that was brilliant. Uh, I listened to the Joe Rogan podcast. The Joe Rogan Experience. The Happy Hour occasionally if I have some spare time. Um, what other podcasts have I listened to football-wise over the years? Always love the Anfield rap stuff, by the way. Always. Brilliant content. Used to have an Anfield, a tall player subscription for years. And best fiver I spent at the time. Loved it. Great value, by the way, great, great value for their content. There was one more I used to listen to and and now for the life of me I can't think of what the fuck it was called. It wasn't it was the magic sponge and one other one I used to listen to all the time and now I can't think of what it is the other one was. Uh right, I'm gonna call it a night, my friends. I will see you beautiful people tomorrow. Thank you as always for uh for your time tonight. Um appreciate it. Have a good one. Again, check out tonight's YouTube video, let me know what you think um and yeah appreciate you being here i'm gonna wait 14 seconds before i click the off button but yeah appreciate you guys as always thank you for your time and have a wonderful evening much love and remember Thursday nights